Welcome to Orange Crest Community Church and OCCathome.com. We are so glad you're here. At OCC, our mission is to invite people to take their next steps with Jesus. And so we pray that through our time together, you're encouraged and challenged to move forward in your relationship with Jesus Christ. Thank you so much for listening. Maybe be honest and just ask yourself, do I, do I live as if this is reality? Our, our series, as we've been looking at these different passages and verses, keeps causing us to ask questions. Here's another question. Is the Bible your final source of authority? Here are some of the major sources of authority that we most often reference. Parents, professors, peer group, your friends, celebrities, social media influencers, the experts, you know, scientists, authors that you know, you've read their books, those with lofty titles, lots of degrees, or Pastor Google. Or tradition. Tradition, I want to I highlight this point for a moment. In fact, 500 years ago, church tradition had, had been elevated to the point where it was actually above the Bible. So the Bible, sort of below the church and the traditions of the church, about 500 years ago. And most people in those days, they didn't have a personal copy of the Bible in those days. So they trusted the priests, they trusted the church leaders to interpret the Bible, to break it down for them. But sadly, the core message of the Bible was being twisted by church leaders to promote selfish agendas and to secure power. And maybe for some of you, this has actually been your hang-up. Maybe for some of you, the church or church people or scandals, that has caused you to really question whether or not you can trust God and, and the Bible. Well, about 500 years ago, when tradition was ultimate and the Bible was below that, in reality of the way things were going down in the church, a group of church leaders known as the Protestant Reformers, they began to debate and they began to really challenge traditions and teachings that And a lot of what they wrote, you know, we can read what they were wrestling through. But they were teaching and they were claiming that the Bible alone was actually the source of, of supreme authority, not the church. And that the church and traditions actually needed to see themselves as coming underneath the Bible, submitting themselves to the Bible's authority. That the scripture itself was actually sufficient for all things. Actually one of the main one of the five main points and teachings of the 16th century reformation movement was this latin phrase sola scriptura which just means scripture alone. J.I. Packer he is he passed away this last year in the summertime. Uh, he's a English-born Canadian theologian. He he wrote extensively on on this subject and he stated this issue in this way. 
he wrote, the issue here is whether the Holy Scripture, as a written revelation from God, is in itself complete, clear, and decisive as a rule of uh, as a rule for our faith and life or not. That's what's at stake. And Packer, as he was writing, he wrote this in reference to the major points in contention in the Reformation period 500 years ago. This was really the major clash within the church. Is the scripture really the authority or are the traditions the authority? And as we've been looking in this series, this challenge to truth just continues. It continued on after the Reformation, so it continues on. There are more and more churches that hit a crossroad and, and people raised in the church that hit a point where they, they kind of hit a fork in the road and the Bible is moving this direction, the culture is moving a different direction, and we hit a fork in the road and we don't quite know what to do anymore. And so one by one, people and sometimes churches are, rather than going the direction the Bible's moving in, deciding, you know what, maybe I need to move and progress with the times and, and go a different direction. And that's nothing new. It actually started way back in the garden, which is what we highlighted the first week that we, we launched into the series. That all started when the serpent came to Eve in the garden and said, did God really say? That was the first first challenge to truth, and it just comes in different forms and packages year after year to all of us. We, we get this, this challenge of truth all of the time through messages, through movies, through media, in the classroom, from our peer groups, from professors, from politicians. Did God really say? And that's why we've been in this series. And we're still actually contending for this point today. Who... Or what is your final authority? With all that is occurring in the world, the questions, the demands, the challenges, the disagreements that people are having, who's going to really help you through all of this time? For me, this, this past year, this season of life has been the perfect setup for dividing people over opinions and preferences. And what we've determined is we're going to focus on that which unites us, those issues and those priorities that God's Word clearly sets. We're not going to be divided over the disputable issues. We're going to focus and rally together on what unites us. You're going to have to do your own wrestling on this question, who or what is your final authority? Another way to state this is, who has the last word on any matter? Most of us, we don't like the sound of that, that someone would have the final word. Because it feels an awful lot like a parent who sort of gets frustrated and says, because I said so. Now, you may have been a parent, and you might have been worked up enough to do that before. I'll admit it. And maybe you've been raised in a home where someone said that to you. But this idea of who has the last word, who's the final authority on the matter, this is what we're talking about. I mean, this is why we, I think, push back and say, I don't know if I feel comfortable with God having the final word. I reserve that right. You see, we only believe and follow the one 
in authority if our experience with them or others' experience with them has been positive, if it's been a good experience. And if it has been a good experience, then then we keep following their their direction. We keep moving in that direction. But we're really, I think, inclined to push against this. But if if, if a truth claim that's coming at you right now, if it's in opposition, you realize, wow, this is clashing. It's in opposition to what God has said in the Bible. Or maybe if something that you've latched on to doesn't really square anymore with the Bible, then the, the whole question we're asking you to wrestle with and we're pleading you to consider is, consi- is, to, is to put put the full weight of your life on the Bible. He has given us sufficient evidence that we can trust him. We often want exhaustive evidence, but God has given us sufficient evidence that we can trust him. My hope is that you will settle this issue. That once once you really wrestle and you start gaining a clearer and clearer and clearer picture of who God is, that who he reveals Jesus to be, that you would actually yield your life to him and let his word, the Bible, guide your life. And when you yield to Christ as the boss, as the Lord of your life, it's it's one big yes. It's Jesus, I trust you. In faith, I take you at your word. You see, because you're God, you see things at a higher level. And I trust that you even see the end of all things. And you can help me. You can lead me through and walk me through, even though I'm in the middle of the story right now. And there's a lot of questions I've got. And there's a lot of challenge that I'm facing. I trust you. And so I want to encourage you in some next steps as we wrap up this message in this series. The first one is, for those of you that have not ever yielded your life to Jesus Christ, maybe you're at a point where you're ready to do this, to step out onto the bridge for the first time by asking Jesus to be the Lord and the Savior of your life. That word Lord, it's it's a threatening word for for most of us. It, It means the one in charge. It means the master. It means the supreme authority. Are you ready to do that? For some of you, you've never done that before, but to step out onto the bridge for the very first time, saying, Jesus, I want you to thank you for dying for me, for my sin. I'm ready to yield my life to you. You know, I know a lot of you, you you don't feel at home in this world. You've got some big, giant questions, or maybe right now you're struggling with the answers that the world has been feeding to you. And you're longing now for something that is firm and and reliable and trustworthy. We're hoping that this series will have scratched the surface enough to cause you either to to step forward into a relationship with Jesus Christ or at least to keep moving towards further investigation. Maybe you felt like there's no big story to make sense of your life. But maybe as we've looked at God's story... Now maybe it's finally coming into focus and you're ready to receive Christ personally and accept God's invitation to to come home to him. Uh, On your connection card, that digital connection card, you can let us know you'd like to learn how to begin a relationship with Jesus Christ. Or if you'd like to, you can talk with any of our staff. We'll have some people available to pray and connect with you under the Connect uh, banner over there by the buildings. Uh, We'd love to pray for you. Uh, If you just, if you'd like, if you're dealing with something you want you want to just open up, let us know. We would love to come alongside you. In no way am I saying that as a church, 
we're all the perfect group of people. I'm not saying that. But I know, and I have known so many of you out here, who as imperfect as we are, with all of our beings, we're trying to take God's word seriously. And we're taking God at his word in faith. And we would love to walk alongside you in your faith journey. Now, for those of you who are already Christ followers and you're here, you're a Christian already, but maybe you've been really wrestling with this issue of truth. Maybe your next step is this. It's to, it's to put your stake in the ground. It's to determine to stand and build life on God's word. If you're into rock climbing, it would be sort of like you're bolting into solid rock. You want something that is reliable. Maybe right now and even tonight, you're ready to just say, I need to drive my stake deep and declare, I, I need, I want, I'm ready to adopt a biblical worldview. Uh, it's going to get more turbulent at points in our lives. Are you ready to, to drive that stake deep and just adopt a biblical worldview? And not let feelings change that, not let the news change that, not let what others say or do change that, but just decide, I'm going to build my life on something firm. Let us know if you if you want some help on how to do that. Maybe it's some specific questions and you need some resources because you want to dig further into the maybe it's the reliability of the Bible. There are all sorts of great resources we could direct you to. Maybe it's questions about Jesus and his resurrection and the historicity of of what you find. We we can help you connect answers to the questions that you're really asking. We would love it would be our honor to do that. Here's another step to consider. Set a goal of increasing my time in God's word. If I'm adopting a biblical worldview, I actually need to grow in, in my understanding of what's in the Bible. And so maybe set a goal from reading the Bible once in a while to once a week. Or maybe from once a week to twice a week. Or from maybe from twice a week and then on Sunday nights when you gather to four days a week and on and on. I would just say set a goal and increase. And then the last one, pray with someone about that thing that is really on your heart and on your mind, and you just feel like, I need someone to partner with me in, in praying and supporting me through this. And so we're so glad that you've come, uh, and thank you so much for joining us throughout this series. And next Sunday, just so you remind yourself, 1 o'clock next week here. Okay, 1 o'clock, we know a lot of people are buying up opportunities to connect with friends and neighbors uh, and unchurched uh, family members and, and co-workers for the Super Bowl, and so we've put our service earlier so that we could all buy up the opportunity to connect with people uh, next Sunday. And so, well, let's wrap up with a, with a word of prayer. So let's, let's pray together. Father, thank you for this group. Thank you for this place to meet. We're still so grateful for this field. Even though it's cold and windy, God, we're, we're grateful that we've been able to continue gathering since uh, the summertime out here. And Lord, I thank you for this series as we've looked at your word and, and wrestled through truth claims found in the Bible, wrestled through truth claims that are uh, coming at us through the world and different worldviews. God, we need to pause and take a look at this area because if we don't conclude and decide where we're going to land, then the next storm that blows through, the next wave that, that, that we didn't see coming may take us down and take us out. And so, Father, help us to be, as individuals, people who wrestle through this issue with you 
And and I pray that this group would land and stand firmly upon your solid truth. We thank you for your word, the Bible. We thank you for the answers we can we can get from it, how it can direct our life. And Father, I pray for each person here, for all those that have questions, I pray that they wouldn't just push those down, but that they would allow those to uh, rise to the surface and begin to have conversations about their next steps. We all, we all know we have things we're wrestling through. And so, Father, I just thank you for this time, and uh, we we praise you and we worship you, God. Thank you for your creation, the beauty of all that you've made around us. Uh, you are You are so kind to allow, allow us to uh, share in this time. So we thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you again for joining us today. We pray you were encouraged by the message and equipped to take your next step with Jesus. Visit us online at occathome.com to learn more about how to connect with us. And join us again next week for another Orange Crest Community Church podcast. Have a great day.